If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. The college experience, invitational national championship preview and DFS show on the sports gambling podcast is presented by win bet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. Yeah, that's right. $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you also get a free t-shirt head over to sports gambling slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sports gambling slash win. That's W Y N N. We're also brought to you by Better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss one of our picks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the SGPN crew. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at Better Than Vegas. That's Better Than Vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by better edge. Yes. Better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to bet and sell betting positions like the stock market. And the best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG betting. That's legal in 40 States. Sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's better B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. Invitational championship, national championship, DFS and national championship preview between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, my name is Kobe Swingin' Dante Base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we are picking, you know, DFS players for this this, this fabulous, the last football game of FBS. We do have FCS right around the corner, February 13th, but look, we're picking players. We're doing DFS. We're previewing this game. We got everything all in this episode. So that's why I brought on the DFS God himself picks every college football game with me. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking homebrew making Tobacco Road a living, the free lack a given. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. 
Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What is going on, man? How we doing today? Well, my Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh man, dude, I'm not liking this beginning of the double overtime. My Iowa Hawkeyes though covered for me. Um, but I do have an Indiana plus eight ticket, and it's in double overtime. And I think I might lose this oh, thing. Oh, they're down. They're down seven now. Yeah. There's nothing worse than losing a cover in double overtime, especially if it's seven or eight points where obviously the game was closer in order to get to overtime and then to lose it in a, in overtime or especially double overtime. That, that hurts, man. Dude, You're not dead yet. You still got two and a half minutes. They've been up. Uh, the, Indiana has been up by two twice under 10 seconds. <laughs> Big it, 10 basketball is it, crazy, man. It's by far the best conference to watch. There's so many good teams, so many close games, good finishes. Good stuff. You know, usually I would shed a tear here with the last college football game of the year, but since we have college basketball cranking and then with uh, uh, FCS right around the corner, man, I'm pretty excited. Dude, a real, a real setup with a real playoff. You know, gotta love it. And, and dude, and I- real gambling and real DFS football in the spring. Hell yeah, yeah, gotta love that. I mean, I think. Uh, and what they're, you know, what they're doing. Sorry, I don't know if you know this, but um, uh, February thirteenth, they just have one game. It's like a week zero, and then February twentieth, uh, that's a Saturday. But there's a, I think, one game on the Friday night. There's a slew of games on Saturday, majority of them. But there's also like seven on Sunday because there is no NFL Sunday. So they're utilizing Excellent. both day, like they're utilizing Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, really smart approach. I hope the only thing is I still haven't seen a TV schedule. I'm hoping ESPN picks these up. I, uh, you know, it's football man. Some, somebody's going to pick them up, yeah. whether it be, it's, it's probably going to be a mixture of ESPN and Fox sports or CBS sports. They'll be on somehow. We, we saw that the ratings that the XFL got. And before that, the, was it the AAF? Was that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they got good ratings. Some TV is going to, play those games. And they, got, about they that. got good ratings without a fan base behind it. I mean, if you're a North Dakota state fan or a JMU fan, or even a Jackson state, which had, you know, a rich history from the days of Walter Payton. Now they have Deion Sanders. And I don't know if you saw this, he just got another four-star recruit to flip from Florida to Jackson state. That's like one of seven or eight. That's that crazy. He, so it's crazy, man. Um, And then, like I but, said, JMU and, and, and Northern Iowa, these programs in Montana, I went to a Montana, Eastern Washington game that was sold out, man in Missoula and they, the whole town shuts down. So I, I think it's not like starting an XFL team. It's because you, you have to get the fans interested in the fans are already interested in, in these towns. So I think there's right. more reason to now. Yeah. Now just be on a, a larger scale and hopefully if all this COVID shit is behind us here soon, maybe come, uh, come April, we, uh, we go to one of these ball games, one of these FCS ball games somewhere. So start thinking about, where and when potentially dude. I mean, if I, I have been to Missoula already, but I mean, I, I I'm a huge fan of that, but I will say what off the top of my head. Yeah. We, we mean you have flirted with North Dakota state or South Dakota state for a while. I mean, right. there's a lot we could go to. I mean, rich, the only problem with program. North Dakota state, even though they're probably the best FCS school is that it's in a dome. That's true. And right. I mean, I still love to go. I'm not, I'm not by no means am I crossing it off the list. But it would be nice to have some, you know, outdoor yeah. football uh, well, like it's uh, supposed uh, to be. Montana, Eastern Washington, uh, Weber State. I mean, James Madison, Richmond, good programs. Delaware. Um, Weber State is that Utah? Yeah, 
than Utah. Oh, yeah. Hey, beautiful. All right. Hey, I like it. There you go, buddy. Northern Colorado. You know, the head coach of Northern Colorado, it's easy. Ed McCaffrey in year one. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> so they haven't played yet. So this is his first games coming up. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. uh, gonna have a lot of fun with this thing, man. And I'm still forgetting some Sam Houston state. Uh, yeah, I could go on and on and on, but, um, all right, let's get to this thing. The national championship, the invitational national championship. Oh my God. I cover by a point. Woo. <laughs> nice. Woo. Um, the invitational na- uh, national championship. Look, it's still going to be a, a, I didn't watch much of that Notre Dame, Alabama game. I'll be honest. I actually didn't watch it. That, that, uh, a play of that game at all. Now I did watch some of the Clemson, Ohio state game, but um, uh, what'd you make of those games? Yeah. So the Notre Dame Bama game, I had it on, but it was kind of, you know, during the afternoon evening. So I had, you know, kids running around in the middle of dinner, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I watched it, you know, some of it, but not, you know, closely, but the games pretty much went how we thought, you know, the last DFS pod, we, uh, we did, we, we both agreed on Ohio state plus the points and Notre Dame plus the points. We knew Notre Dame. I think we even said, or maybe it was you that said that that Notre Dame had a good chance of backdooring it. We yeah. knew that game wasn't going to be in doubt. We knew Bama was going to win. It was really just a, a a matter of you know will Notre Dame cover? And sure enough, they got a late touchdown and they did. Um, and then we mentioned, I, I know I mentioned that Ohio State Clemson game. I was like, man, this is, this is a coin flip game. It's a fifty fifty game here. I have no idea why we're getting seven and a half points, dude. And the motivational angle. The like, revenge game, big well, time. Well, and the fact that Double had him eleventh, and then like they asked him about, it, he's like, "Yep." And I mean, that is to me. I don't care if you're playing fucking BYU. That like, when you have that, it, that's like the classic Rocky Balboa thing. You know what I mean? Like when when you give someone that much motivation, especially a team where it's Ohio State, where you know they're extremely talented. Uh, and really, and both teams were, I mean, both teams lost a lot of players from last year, but still they had the main core returning from both teams. Both teams have first round picks and second round picks yeah. scattered and, through their roster. And yeah. you know, Ohio state Clemson was a great game last year. Clemson barely pulled it out with a little help from the stripe, you know, from the refs. Uh, so why, you know, and then, so this year Clemson hasn't looked that great all year, maybe except for that that huge win over Notre Dame in the ACC championship yeah, I think game. Georgia tech they and, dropped and, like 63 on them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Notre Dame was an overrated team. They had, they played a shitty schedule. Uh, you know, they were a solid football team, but they weren't that great. Dude. I was so, one that really believed that wake forest had a shot at beating Notre Dame in that game. The ACC canceled. I thought, like, Hey, I mean that wake has played some good teams close. Uh, so right. I thought, Hey, I mean, why would you take away one of the only decent teams on Notre Dame's schedule? But I don't know. I mean, yeah, it is what it is, but uh, here we are sitting with, uh, you know, Nick Saban career record against Ohio state two and two, uh, oh, and one at Alabama, uh, uh, two and one at Michigan state, believe it or not. And, uh, and here we are, his chance to have a winning record uh, and get revenge really for a couple of years ago when Cardell Jones uh, and the four seed Ohio state upset them in what I think was new Orleans. If memory serves me correct, but uh, uh, I can't keep that stuff straight. I'll take your word for it. Uh, but anyway, so here we are. Uh, I'm excited to watch this game actually. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You so, know, I've said all season long, I think Bama's the best team in the country. Uh, you know, and it, it may not even be that close, you know, back in may, I got a ticket Bama to win it all plus four seventy five. 
you know, I, I just, that value there was like, really yeah. Bama, well, dude, that, I, that was, you I had, know, I was like, I'll take that all day. I want to say my payout. I think I had them uh plus, I think it was close to 200 on winning the sec. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, look, Bama is pissed that Clemson has potentially, you know, taken their crown as the best team in college football year in, year out. They haven't won a national championship in a couple years now. Uh, th- I knew they were going to come into this year hungry and pissed off. And you know what you're saying? Don't change horses in midstream. Yeah, buddy, you don't change. I horses. said I said Bama from the start. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on saying Bama. Question is, is seven and a half too much? Uh, well, here's my thing: is I I'm on Ohio State in the points. I know we're supposed to save this to the end, but who cares? Uh, there's no rules here. Yeah, right. Uh, I actually think Ohio State's a live dog again here. I do. And my main thing really is as much as I, you know, I had Bama to win the sec and I thought they'd been by far in a way, the best team in college football this year. I still think they haven't faced many really good quarterbacks. And I still think like, I mean, Ian book, do you consider him a, like a really good quarterback? He's kind of a game no. manager. Well, right? I, you know, I will say the, um, the combination of Ian book and zero wide receiver talent for Notre Dame is yeah. not a recipe to beat Alabama. I was shocked so. that him and Kellen Mond came out personally, but yeah, I, definitely. Cause the, the, neither are playing in the NFL. They're, yeah. they're not good enough passers. I mean, book, I mean, I think they might get like six or seven round draft picks, but I don't expect them to make the roster. And then, uh, I mean, why would you not come back? Especially Kellen Mond. You've won like nine games in a row. You have a chance to really contend next year. But um, yeah, but he he was already a senior, right? So I mean, but why not? Uh, would you? By the time I was a senior in college, I was ready to take the next step too. Now, granted, I wasn't playing yeah, was football or slinging ass whenever That's I wanted saying. to. You know, they're getting paid <laughs> at A and M, right? So it's like, would you rather play for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders or you know at a, at a at a probably a price cut, and, right? Or would you rather have one more year of glory? Imagine if you won a national championship, you'd never pay for a drink in fucking college station, probably in the state of Texas, unless you're in Austin, maybe uh, <laughs> the rest of your life. But right. I don't know, man. That's their decision. I, know. I, I think the state of Texas is mostly longhorn nation. Unless you're in that, you know, it's kind of like the state of Michigan where, you know, most of the state is Michigan fans, unless you went to Michigan state. Yeah. That's, okay. that's my hunch there. Well, I can tell you this though, back to my original point, man, is that, I like as much as I think Alabama's offense is by far the best in the country. Um, I think their defense still gives up. Like I, there was a reason why I took Florida plus that 17 in the sec championship, because I, I think, and much like this with Ohio state, when they play ex- really talented offenses and quarterbacks, especially they're vulnerable a little bit. I, I, I still think they probably win the game, but I do think when you have a quarterback of this caliber, it like, I mean, look that they have played pretty bad quarterbacks all year. The only two good quarterbacks they've really played college football quarterbacks, uh, Kyle Trask and Matt Corral. And they both kind of lit them up. They had both lost and Bama got the win because Bama's offense is so high powered and their defense. But made... Bama did not cover either game. Yeah. And that's why I think Ohio state is a no brainer here. And I also think Ohio state is more talented than both those teams. Chris Olave well, if, is better than funny. any wide receiver. Uh, no, you could say Kyle Pitts at the tight end spot, but what were you going to say? I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I was just gonna say it's funny that you mentioned those the Ole Miss and Florida games because so Ole Miss was before Florida. Uh, the last game where Alabama didn't cover was the Ole Miss game. After the Ole Miss game, Alabama covered seven straight games, and then Florida and Notre Dame they did not cover. So I don't know. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna lay the points. Wow. Uh, I think most of the country, or at least the public, may be going Buckeyes as well. And I think for them, I don't know if the Buckeyes can get up for two games in a row like this. Cause I, you know, that Clemson game, they circled that. Yeah. Well, we ha- year. I mean, they haven't gotten up. That was my knock against them is if, and, I, and personally I'm rooting for Ohio state to win the national championship. Cause it will be, I never thought I'd hear you say those words. <laughs> it, well, I actually, and, and growing up, I, I, I liked Alabama. If you go back to the nineties, I was a big Alabama guy and I, I don't hate Alabama, but it's main. it's more so to do with the overhauling of the system. If they go eight and zero, I feel like a lot of teams can claim. Like, if you're sitting there at A and M, and I think you're like eleven or twelve and one, why aren't you champions with co-champions? You know what I mean? Because it's like you, Ohio State, only played eight games. You kidding me? They almost played twice the amount of games as uh, as this team did. So I, 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 that's why I'm really rooting for Ohio State. I don't, I, if if they were playing non-situation here, I'd be on Bama all day. You know what I mean? Like, well. I'm rooting for Bama because I want to cash up that uh, plus four seventy five ticket. I really don't care about. I mean, I, I get your point. I see why you're saying that. You've always cared more about college football on the grander scale. You know, the big picture. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't really care. Whatever. I, you know, I, I just like to watch the games, play you, some you DFS, had, you, bet you, on but, them. But you had fun with this bowl season, honestly. Like you can, you, you had fun with like every pl- team opting uh, out. No, look, we're we're on the same page yeah. there. We we both want a larger playoff. We both think the bowl games are are extremely meaningless. Uh, you know, uh, you know, some of them, especially the first uh, week or so when it's during the week and nothing else is on. Hey, hey, it's more football. I'll tune in. Um, but let's get back to this game here. You know, I was looking at it, and yeah, you know, obviously, you know, Bama hasn't covered the last two games. They've been close. Maybe there's some regression back to the norm of Bama covering spreads here. And if you look at it, what position does Ohio State is Ohio State better than Alabama? Uh, maybe quarterback. I was about to say, uh, but if so, yeah. not by a lot. That's true. I, I Mac think, Jones I think is he, playing some pretty damn good football. Dude, he's criminally slept on this year. Criminally slept on, I think. Like I've, I'll admit, I've slept on him from a DFS perspective because every time I'm just like. I don't know something about it. I don't know if if it's this boring ass name, <laughs> his lack of of running ability. Because you know I love a, a a dual threat QB, but I will admit that I've slept on him. You know, and and probably you know uh, that's probably when it went against me because he's he's been playing great football. He's had great you know a, a great season. I'm not sure the final numbers, but I know like in November, like mid November, he was having a better season than than Tua or Jalen Hurts ever had. At Alabama, so it's like I don't understand why he wasn't getting the hype. Right, but um, I mean the Buckeyes receivers are really good. They're not better than Alabama's no, receivers, not. especially uh, if Waddle's back. I think you could maybe make a case for for uh, some defensive positions. I think for sure, actually. Think so like yeah, I think uh, Bama's and, I mean, yeah. or oh, Ohio State's top top cornerback. Uh, what's his name? Uh, well, what's, I'm, I know the Gale. Sean Wade. Sean Wade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's probably the best DB. I mean, I don't know. Compare him with Patrick Sertain Jr. I don't know. You know, I don't know. If, if, yeah. if you go down, I was looking at position by position. 
And especially looking at as far as, you know, uh, in the draft and who's the higher prospects and pretty much Bama is, is, has a better prospect than Ohio state at damn near every position, you know, but I don't know that I buy into that all the way because Bama, well, Bama like throws you some potential. Bust, so yeah, Bama that doesn't necessarily you mean you're the better yeah. college football player. I, I agree. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I think that, I think they're, I mean, recruiting wise, they're pretty fucking dead. I mean, Bama has got a slight edge, but I almost think I don't put much weight into that because I think at that point, they're just giving it because it's more of a name brand. They're just like, yeah. Oh, Alabama's got the top. It's like, I've always thought the recruiting, we've talked about this forever. The recruiting rankings are a bit of a sham. That's why you see like Notre Dame's always up there. And you're like, well, how, how are they this? If I'm watching them lose to Yukon, you know what I mean? Like I understand coaching matters, but at the same time, like uh, b- before this season, because obviously Chase Claypool had a good year. I was asking Patty C this off season. Once last time, Notre Dame had an explosive player at the skill positions. And, right. yet, and yet they're like a top 10 to 12 recruiting class every year. So it's right. like, they're lying to me then. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I know like, I know in college basketball recruiting, which is a little bit easier to digest just because it's less players. But I know every year there'll be, you know, commitments that go to whether it's Duke or Kentucky or, or UNC. And then, you know, they may be, you know, top guys, I guess, but they, they might not be that, that very, very top tier. But then all of a sudden these guys are being invited to like the McDonald's all American game. If, the, if that same guy chose Baylor instead of Kentucky, or if that same guy chose Wake Forest instead of Duke, they probably wouldn't get the invite. Yeah. So they, they, they make the stat about like, all oh, you know, this many McDonald's all Americans. Well, most of those guys are chosen for that game after they commit Yeah. and McDonald's all Americans. They want people to view that, that game. So they want, you know, obviously the guys going to the bigger schools are getting more hype and therefore that's why they get the invite to that game. Um, so college football is similar also. Oh, dude. I mean, I think it was Kuiper that got busted and what's crazy is you still got a gig. Kuiper got busted taking payments saying, if I, if I talk highly about you, uh, really, I didn't know that. I thought he got busted. Was if, if it wasn't Kuiper, it was someone of that magnitude that, that we know in, oh, the, in the past was this? couple was this years, recent? I think it was, I think it might've been a part of that FBI probe with Sean Miller and everything. Well, Kuiper's just football. So no, it be I know, but I thought Unless... somehow a recruit, I want to say it was a guy at Stanford. I want to say like, I, I got to, I'll, I'll do some homework on this, but I want to <laughs> say, I want to say something happened with a quarterback where Kuiper said, if you go here, uh, and if it wasn't Kuiper, then it was another expert that was on TV, but I thought it was Kuiper that got busted for taking money for, for uh, basically saying he's a higher projected uh, player than he is I, going I, into the draft or going into choose a school. I got to pull it up. I got to pull it up. Nah, I, I could be wrong. I'm interested. I, I, yeah. yeah. Pull it up and shoot it over to me after the pot. I'm yeah. interested because you know, I didn't catch that, that story. So, um, well, anywho, so I think I am going to actually lay the points. I'm going to lay the seven and a half. I'm gonna, I got Bama winning 41 31. Um, I'm going to take, uh, give me, you going, you going money line, you going Buckeyes to win this. I'm going with my heart here. 38 35 Ohio state, 52 yard game winning field goal. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, so, uh, it's all, I always like it when we disagree. Good, good. Hold on. I'm looking at this right now. Hold on. I, I, I pulled this up quickly and what could be classified journalistically as 
and exposed by Sports Illustrated. Former football agent Josh Lucas implicates ESPN draft analyst Mel Kuyper as being part of a scandal involving agent Gary Wichard. Wichard is the central figure in the NCAA investigation to college players receiving money and gifts from agent. Um, hold on. Kuyper was meeting with the best defensive lineman in college football, which Kuyper responded by saying to Wichard, uh, must be in the room with Howard. Hang on. Uh, the tone of the article suggests that Wichard called Kuyper in advance so they could ham it up about how Howard or about Howard to get him signed with Wichard. Okay. I, I know I'm just fucking the audience is probably like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? But I don't think they listen to, to hear you read articles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that part in naked gun where he just, uh, you know, he's reading, he's like at the Oscars. And he just starts reading the, uh, the whole, uh, <laughs> right. the, yeah, if, it, if this whole podcasting doesn't work out, maybe you could do audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve then went for a glass of beer. Right? I, I, uh, so anyway, what was the whole gist of it? Can you, can we, no, can you shorten that down I, for I'm us? I'm sending it to you. Fuck the listener. Right. Uh, I, I love <laughs> the listener, but I'm not going to read fucking three pages right now on air to figure this out but I just all sent right. you it. No, no. So they, they can all Google it now. And yeah. you know, I, I, Sports I see you Illustrated the story I'll check Im- it out at a later time yeah. as well. This is the headline to Google sports illustrated story implicates Mel Kuyper and agent payoff investigation. There's some dirty shit going on there. I can't remember. All right. You know how many beers ago that was, <laughs> but I know it implicates like Jason Taylor, Dwight Freeney, Antonio Cromartie, CJ Spiller, Jimmy. Damn, Cla- that's going pretty way back too. Jimmy Clausen. Yeah. A bunch of, a bunch of players. So, um, anywho, uh, let's get to this fucking thing. So yeah, I, I'm taking, I, I think Ohio state's gonna, gonna make it magically happen here. Um, I think their offense is going to be, I'll be honest. Like even if we're taking Bama, I don't think they're covering this thing. I think Bama's defense has shown all year against good offenses that they can't stop them. So, and I actually think there is a court, like as much as Mac Jones has been playing good, the dual threat. Now I will say if this rib injury is real with Justin Fields, that's a huge concern, but uh, the dual threat aspect could really be a pain in the ass. Cause they haven't seen that in Matt Corral and Trask don't have that fields could really be a dual threat. And by the way, I think I see our game is going into overtime right now. The Eastern Kentucky Jacksonville state game. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, so that's why I think that Ohio state could really, uh, put it on that defense. I really feel comfortable or confident saying that. Um, so give me, give me the Buckeyes for sure. I'm going to bet the seven and a half. Uh, I do think the money line value is good is there because I think both teams are similar, similarly talented. Obviously you don't want to fade saving too much. Cause he's such a good coach. His teams are always so sharp, but I, I you don't think that line and the hook is trying to bait people to take the Buckeyes. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I think Bama still gets some. I bet you Bama still gets the money. Yeah. Bama's a machine, dude. People bet people blindly bet that. So I still think, well, if you, if you blindly bet Bama over the years, you're in the green. So uh, I see your point. You're probably right. So uh, I don't know. Take the Buckeyes. That's my play. I think the key to each team winning, uh, I, I think the, the legs of Justin Fields could really be a problem here. Uh, but I will say they need to, he needs to not turn the ball over. If you go back and look at those Northwestern and Indiana games, he really struggled. The good news is, is I actually think those teams probably have better defenses than Alabama. 
It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's that's arguable. Uh, but Bama's defense right now is getting uh, you know by on reputation and history alone. Yeah, they had a, a pretty good game against Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's offense is limited. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's really Kyron Williams and maybe Ian Book's running ability, but uh, Ohio State's offense is so much more dynamic than the Fighting Irish. Um, well, hey, you got the Buckeyes. I got the Crimson Tide. We'll see what happens in a couple of days. Let's move on to why we're here, which is the last college football DFS opportunity of the year. The showdown matchup in the the national invitational championship. There you go. You nailed that thing. Company man. Um, I also want to say, well, I, I'm ready to go into this, but I wanted to give a special shout out to Tommy's Diner in Columbus, Ohio. They got the best food, family owned. Guys, right now it's a time. Look, Tommy's Diner are big fans of the college experience, Nick. And I think it's our duty. That's why you're picking the Buckeyes. You're trying to get a, a free patty melt. <laughs> well, what, when I'm in Columbus, I don't know when that will be, uh, but I'll take it. I know all day. you like sandwiches. <laughs> I am a patty melt motherfucker right here. But uh, look, I mean, this is a time. This is a family-owned joint. This is the American dream, man. They opened up, uh, you know, thirty some years ago in Columbus. So may, right now, I think we have a duty not to go all uh, all emo on you here, but I think we have a, du- a duty to. Uh, support the mom and pop shops. It's been brutal. It's been brutal. Uh, you know, on these places. I mean, look, I, we talked about this pre episode down my block. I don't know that. I mean, some are mom and pop, some are actually uh chains, but that I, I live in like an empty ass city right now from a, from a, uh, from a business standpoint. So check out Tommy's diner. If you're in Columbus, they got great food, great time. And uh, if the bucks win, I'm sure they'll, they'll, uh, they'll be, they'll be ready for you. So Tommy's diner, check out, get the meatloaf. Get get the fucking patty melt like Nick said. It's probably great. If if that it's not on the menu, Tommy, hook them up, man. Get them a patty melt. Get them a Buckeye <laughs> patty melt special. Um, but much love to them. But anyway, okay, let's let's get into this thing. Uh, DraftKings wise, who's your? Let's. Uh, this is only a one game off, so we have the Superflex, or I'm sorry, the Captain, not the Superflex. Right. This is yeah. a showdown yeah. showdown lineup. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you want my captain? Yeah. I'm going to go with one of your Buckeyes. Maybe he's had a patty melt at uh, Tommy's whatever diner. diner you're talking about there. Hey, 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 show some fucking respect. You don't <laughs> just throw a diner out there, right? Tommy's fucking diner. T O M M Y. Not just any yeah. diner. Tommy's diner. Tommy's a solid American. And that's why I rostered Trey Sermon in my uh, captain lineup for uh, 13.8 K. There's so many, you know, high priced options, you know, who are guaranteed for production here. It was, it was difficult for me to fill this lineup out and difficult to choose a captain. Uh, Obviously you can't roster all these guys. Um, So my thought process with picking sermon is he was the, the cheapest of the tier one, you know, the, the top tier players. And if I can take him as my captain that allows me a little bit more flexibility with the rest of my lineup. And uh, you know, he's been freaking killing it, <laughs> you know, uh, that big 10 championship game against Northwestern where he ran for 331 yards and two touchdowns while catching another three balls. And then the playoff game against Clemson, he had 31 carries for 193 yards and a touchdown and four catches for 61 yards. This dude is on Dude, fire. This guy was a mention. Go ahead. He was a grad transfer from Oklahoma. 
he played in that Oklahoma LSU game last year. And you're sitting there and you're thinking like Oklahoma, maybe you should commit to the run. When you, if you have fucking guys like this, what the hell is going on? You know, he's looked explosive, man. He's looked dynamite. And we mentioned the Bama defense is not as good as in previous years. So uh, I think uh, he's going to get some running room here. I think he's going to have a very nice game. Uh, he's on my roster, but he's not my captain. He's my utility at 9,200. So ding, after ding. Cap- What's that? After captain, they're all utility after captain. They're all utility. Yeah, I know. But I like to, <laughs> I like to just, you know, give the people my roster. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Who's your captain? My captain is uh, uh Mac Jones. All right. Look, I told you he's the most underrated player in college football this year. No, he, you know, I feel like he's Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect. All right. Because this guy's a fucking beast. There's no denying this guy's a beast. Uh, I, and, and with, I wanted to go Justin Fields, but with the potential rib injury there, I thought eh, just in case I know it might be, you know, hearsay, but uh, just in case, give me Mac Jones. Cause I think he's, he's going to get his points no matter what. If fields does have a broken rib and he is to get sacked. I mean, that, that, that could be, he's out of the game. You know what I mean? So, and that could be lights out for Ohio state <laughs> for sure. And that's where your bet might look great personally. Um, right. But look, Mac Jones is completing 77% of his passes, 11.3 yards of completion, 36 touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, that's unbelievable. He's having an unbelievable season. Just go with, look, don't change horses midstream. This guy's just He's just going to give you a solid performance. You know, you're going to have a good performance from this guy. So Mac I like it. I like it. I did not have Mac Jones. My first uh, flex or utility, whatever you want to call it. My most expensive flex, you know, not the captain seat um, is Justin Fields. Cause I think you have to have at least one of these quarterbacks, unless you try to fit them both in. I think you have to have at least one of them. Yes. I'm a little concerned about the rib injury and I'll, monitor that as we get closer to game time to see if that's actually legit or if, see if we get any Intel on it, but I got to assume the dude's playing. I got to assume he's going to take, you know, some painkillers or a, a shot or something. He's going to be good to go. Um, it was, it was tough choosing between both quarterbacks here, but let's face it. Fields uh, ceiling is his upside is a little bit higher than Mac Jones, especially due to that rushing ability. And he's only what uh, $600 more expensive. So I went back and forth a little bit, ended up uh, paying up for fields over Jones fields is my first flex guy. Here's my concern though, is if, if Alabama can't, I mean, we know they got a talented defense. It's just that they've been shit all year uh, or, or especially not all year, but when they've played really good quarterbacks, um, fields has had games like against Indiana Northwestern where he looked pretty bad to me. So that's concerning. And especially if he does have a, a broken rib, that's why I went away from that play. Um, but uh, so before I give you my second, or I guess this would be my third player because I gave you Mac Jones and Trey sermon. This is a good time then for me to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes. A $500 risk-free bet is available over at WinBet. Send in your first win bet screenshot to podcast at sports gambling podcast.com to get a free t-shirt too. nothing better than a $500 risk-free bet and, a, and some new gear, tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for, uh, you know, those hashtag DJs only out there. 
WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, and Michigan. I'm sorry, New Jersey and Colorado, and Michigan is coming soon. And a lot of more states are on the way. You better believe that. If WinBet isn't active in your state, you can still get a free T-shirt by referring a friend. Uh, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's W Y N N. All right. So I I uh I had to find some. So you you know I have Sermon well, and Jones. Let me, yeah, yeah. So let me stop you there because if, if if you've already you know, mentioned Sermon, so you've already given three guys. So why don't no, I? Give no, no. I've third? only given two. I'm sorry. I've only given two. Oh well, you mentioned Sermon, Sermon and I Jones. Guess. So yeah, you go then. All right. So I'm going to take the running back on the other side of the field. I'm going to go Najee Harris for 10.6 K. Um, I think there's a chance that he could be actually the highest scoring crimson tide player. Uh, especially if, you know, they lean more on the running game and Ohio state was able to limit Amari Rogers Clemson's number one wide, wide receiver. So maybe they got Sean Wade on, um, that uh, Heisman winner there, Devonta Smith. Maybe they can limit Smith a little bit, uh, and if so, if they really focus on the running game, I mean, Najee Harris is a is a beast. We've seen that. We saw him leap over the dude in the Notre Dame game. He's been killing it all year long, and he's cheaper than those guys. So I'm going Najee Harris with my second utility or flex player, whatever you want to call it. Uh, okay, You're going both running backs. I like it, man. I like it. Um, well, I'm gonna go. Bottom dollar here. I'm gonna go with a uh, a tight end, Jaleel Billingsley. Here's my angle on this. We've heard about Alabama's wideouts all year long, and rightfully so. But is Billingsley the tight end? Yeah, he is. Yeah, they have two. I thought, uh, they have two. Okay. They have four. I know the, Billingsley. The white tight end is uh, I forget his name, but I thought Billingsley was a wide receiver, but I may be mistaken. I know he caught a touchdown last week, right? Yeah, uh, he's a tight end. They okay. have two tight ends, uh, Forrestal and Billingsley. But ah, Billingsley right, right. getting almost seventeen yards a catch, sixteen and change. Uh, he's at fifty four hundred, and I think with the amount of focus that is going on with the wide receivers for the Crimson Tide, I expect the tight end to be the forgotten man, and I think. Being Nick Saban, the, the the quality coach that he is, um, and looking back at the past two national championship games against Clemson, granted it was Clemson, he has thrown to the tight end a decent amount of time. So uh, they've had good games. So uh, I, I I'm gonna take a shot on 5400 on Billingsley to get it done. Well, you know, I like tight ends. Uh, so it was that your uh, fourth most expensive player. Or are you kind of going out of order as far as dollar amount? Oh yeah. I guess I went out of order on my uh, dollar bill amount. My bad. Well, no worries. Yeah. We didn't really say it was a rule, but okay. So I will keep you going, you know, from highest or from most expensive to least expensive. So uh, my fourth guy is Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver from Ohio state at seven K. And yeah, I mean, really, yeah, obviously Chris Olave, uh, he's you know, he's probably the wide receiver one, I suppose I, early in the year, Garrett Wilson was getting more yards and more catches. Yeah. Uh, now he's had a couple, you know, not so great games towards the end of the year. Uh, but I mean, you know, he caught 11 balls against Penn state. He had a game where he had like 160 yards against Indiana, I think. Uh, so for only seven K, I mean, there's no denying Wilson's talent. He's a, the, the sophomore there. 
Yeah, Olave is probably the better receiver. He's a lot more expensive. Uh, if I'm gonna get the number two guy, you know, maybe that Bama defense uh, focuses on Olave. Maybe that opens uh, stuff up for Garrett Wilson. Ohio State is gonna be passing the ball some, so um, yeah, Garrett Wilson, seven K. Uh, I like it. I like it. You mentioned Olave. Well, guess what? At eight eighty eight hundred, he is my next utility player. Is Chris Olave? I think. Uh, I think Bama's just gonna give up yards to, to both these wideouts and uh, their whole offense. So uh, can't go wrong with either of these guys, in my opinion. So, um, but I, I will say one thing that you might have going in your favor with Wilson, I wouldn't be surprised if certain is lined up on Olave. Yeah, that's going to be the question mark. You know, it's really the question mark. Whenever you look at any defense, whether pro college, historically, if there's one really good cornerback, what do you do? Do you, do you put that cornerback on the, on the, the best receiver on the opposing team, or do you double the best receiver and put your best cornerback on the second guy? Uh, only time will tell what the Buckeyes decide to do there. Uh, and yeah, you know, I'm or, not sure what they do or what usually the, no, what the crimson tide so, will do there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it will be interesting to see, you know, where certain lines up. I don't know if he's a guy that just plays on the left side or the right side, or if he'll follow or receiver from, from side to side, that will be interesting. And chances are uh, the receiver who is not lined up next to certain will probably have the bigger day. Yeah. That, I do like that angle, but I still think both will be able to get their points. Um, Dude, we might Eastern uh, Eastern Kentucky might cover here up three, 13 seconds to go. And they're going to the free throw line. Oh, come on, man. Don't choke. Um, but I'm sure people tuning in here don't really care about the Jacksonville state Eastern I Kentucky game, well, but we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why this is a reminder that to check out the college experience, subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball, college football game Been doing it for four years. I plus. missed a free throw. Is it what a one and one? Yeah. Wait, what that, what did we, I got it at two. I thought I thought it was four. No, it's two and a half. Shit. That was a huge free throw. It's over three point game. Not if they make a shot and no, it's over. The game's over. We Eastern, won by three Eastern, Eastern Kentucky one by three. Oh man. What a cover. <laughs> yeah. We had it at minus two and a half. Ah, all right. Hallelujah. Dude. Talk about that. And between that and the Indiana game, Woo! love this stuff. <laughs> Uh, All right, so it's back on me, I think, for my fifth guy, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, my fifth guy. I'm not afraid to throw a kicker in here for only 3.8k. I'm going to take Will Richard, Bama's kicker. Uh, hey, you know, I got a lot of guys with upside. I want some guaranteed points as well, and I think this guy is going to get between six and 13 points because he's gotten between six and 13 points every game this season. Uh, I know. Uh, look, he's 3.8k. If I can get 10 points on my 3.8 K guy, I'll chocolate it up as a win. So I'm going to go kicker there. 3.8 K. Uh, well, buddy, you, you and me, I think we, we, we think alike. Cause I got the same kicker on that roster. Ding, ding, ding. He well, is, I'm just glad we don't look alike. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, come on now. Um, but yeah, I got the same guy, dude. All right. Why are you fucking biting my team, dude? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that means I only got one play to give out and I, and, and I got a lot of commercials to read here. So hang on. 
I want to tell people that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what DJ hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew. Like myself today, when I said, take Eastern Kentucky minus two. And even though I, my ticket was two and a half, but at the time when I made the video, it was two. So make sure you subscribe to the SGPN page, sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. So you don't miss any of our videos. If you're subscribed, you'll get, you'll get a notification every time uh, a new SGPN video is posted with, from all of our specialists. So go to sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to our better than Vegas page today. Yes. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. Yes. And we're also brought to you by better edge. Yes. Better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell uh, betting positions like the stock market. The best part is, is it allows you to bet with no vig since you're buying positions from other sports betters. There is no house. It's great. Uh, you can, you can play for money in 40 States. Uh, plus we got a weekly contest going for them for our, all of our listeners this week. It's the SGPN wildcard wager, $10 to enter. And each user will start with a balance of a thousand dollars to wager on multiple events. The player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees. It's great. Sign up today at betteredge.com. Use the promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's better. B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. All right. I'm on to the last player, but wait, I got one more ad read. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Uh, and here we are. Last, but certainly not least, because I've been riding this this guy all year, and he cost me $6,200, NC Nick. Uh, you got to look at John Mechie third. I understand Jalen Waddle might play, and kudos to him. Uh, I'm wishing him the best. Always tough to see a great player get a get a bad injury in a year that they really uh, were, were, you know, he was projected to be a, a top top-round pick. Still might be. But an injury always a little bit of a setback, so I wish him the best. But yeah, I'm going with John Mechie. 47 catches, 835 yards, 18 yards a grab, six touchdowns. I understand Devontae Smith's a fucking animal, but normally when that happens, just like with uh, the old Redskins team, it was Art Monk, right? People would forget about Gary Clark or perhaps Ricky Sanders. So uh, Monk would get the attention. Monk would get where, you know, it's like Jerry Rice, when, when, oh, you know, Dion's going to guard Jerry Rice, but who's going to guard John Taylor. And that's exactly the situation with John Mechie, the third. So give me John Mechie at $6,200 NC Nick. Well, you know, I like that play. Uh, you know, for me, I was considering Mechie. It came down to him versus Garrett Wilson. Their own their I think Garrett Wilson was $800 more expensive. Um, so when I was looking at those two, I wanted one of them. Once again, I think Mechie is more of a safe bet. I think Garrett Wilson has a higher upside. So I, I spent a little bit more for the upside there, but you know, we've mentioned Mechie a lot of times this year and he's, he is a rock solid play. So 
not too shabby. Uh, was that your last guy? That was man. How many? All you, right. You, you have, My last guy okay. here is only 2.6 K bottom of the barrel. Jameson Williams, the wide receiver number three on the Buckeyes. And you chose uh, him just cause you're a Jameson drinker. <laughs> well, I am a Jameson drinker. Uh, yes. Uh, so if I'm looking at game script here, I'm thinking maybe Bama's up and maybe Ohio state has to pass a little bit more so than Bama. And if so, this guy, Jameson Williams, who's had, he honestly, he hasn't done much this year, uh, but he's kind of come on of late last week against Clemson. He caught three balls for 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, that was the most catches and the most yardage he's had in the game this year. And he actually, he's only had two touchdowns all year long, but maybe we found something here. You know, there is room in this offense for a third receiver. So really, I mean, he's a dart throw at only 2.6 K it's a roll of the dice. And uh, uh, I'm going to roll that dice, man. Jameson uh, Williams. I like great, it. Great, great, great first name. Yeah. Great first name. And I, I like that play, but I am very confident that my team is going to blow out your team. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> well, I would like to say that it's been a very fun year playing college football DFS and it's rolled into college basketball DFS too. First year we've really done it, you know, as a college experience first year we've done the podcasts, uh, the, the articles on the sports gambling podcast network. So uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, thank you to the followers, the people who listen, the people who play with us. I tweet these contests out on Twitter, you know, every week. So uh, anybody out there can feel free to join only a couple bucks, have some fun. Or maybe if you're more of a high roller, you listen to our advice and you enter, you know, some, some more high dollar competitions and you win money too. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think we're gonna keep on doing this. Yeah, for sure, man. And that, and check out Nick's writings over at uh, sportsgettingpodcast.com. He's also on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K, which I will blast in a second here, but Nick, I'm not going to let you get out of here this early. All right. It's getting a little late. I'm on the East coast, man. I know it's, <laughs> I know it's not, I know it's not our forte, but look, there's a lot of big time games this weekend. I'm going to rattle off the six wild card games. Gotta love this. New, oh, this new, oh, well, this new. You, you know, while you, while we, before you jump into that, I, you know, Hey, I'm a, we're all big sports fans. And I actually have a column on the sports gambling podcast network where I pick all those games against the spread and I pick the total. So check that out. But we hope we can also discuss it here now if you want. Yeah. You got to check that out. Um, but look, this new playoff format's great by the way. Yeah, dude. Three games, both days is freaking awesome. About fucking time. These, these, these lame suits on ESPN saying like, well, this new play, it's more games. You know, it's like, Oh, oh it's too much football. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. And I'm, I'm all of all on board with this 17 game season. They're setting up next year. It seems like, right. Are they? Yeah, cool. Dude. I, I got, I have half an eye on Murray state is blowing this game against Eastern Illinois. I had Murray state minus two. They've been up most of the game. I think Eastern Illinois is on an eight Oh run to close the game out. Unbelievable. Buddy Murray state. I mean, they've kind of been a tough team this year as far as like understanding yeah. one week they look or one game. They look great. The next they look like shit. Um, yeah. But let's get into this. I know you made your picks uh, and I want people to go check out that article. I'm even going to tweet that out from my Twitter account as we speak. But um, I mean, first off, isn't it great to see the Buffalo bills back in the playoffs. And I, not, not, I know they were in there last year and they got robbed. They got fucking robbed last year on that crackback block 
because J- Josh Allen got them in the field goal range. Just a brutal, brutal call. And that sh- I, they need that, that 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 call, in my opinion, has no place in football. They got to get rid of that call. But uh, this is in Ralph Wilson Stadium or whatever the fuck they call it now. It's Ralph Wilson Stadium in my mind. All right. I love Bills Mafia. I love what the Bills are doing. They're one of my favorite franchises in the NFL. Colts, Phillip Rivers and his and his flimsy throw, who I know you're a Phillip Rivers guy, Nick. Coming into <laughs> Buffalo, you know, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I'm seeing that line at minus six now. It actually, it actually uh it did go up. I mean, it did go down, I'm sorry, because that I believe that was at eight yesterday. I'm surprised it's going down. I am all over the bills here. Big time. I expect them to win by double digits. It's going to be, I think about 30 degrees up there. I don't trust Phillip rivers. He's too interception prone. I expect a couple turnovers here. That bills offense is rolling. Uh, if I can remember from my column, I think they're seven and one at home. I think they're eight and O ATS over the last eight games. The Bills are crushing teams. The last three games, they beat, uh, they wins by 29, 29, and 30 points. Opponents aren't even coming close. Uh, I don't think the Colts will either. Bills are on fire right now. If you're betting on Phillip Rivers up in Buffalo, all I got to say is good luck. And you're a Phillip Rivers guy, all right? I do like Phillip Rivers. He's like, he's like a classic, like Dan Fouts type old school quarterback who, I mean, he, he talks a lot of shit. He's actually kind of annoying, but he's got personality and the, the, the game needs more personality. So I am a Philip rivers fan. True. I, I am too. Uh, I, I like five. He's, he's fired up and look, I, I'm all for quarterbacks being fired up. You know, remember Dan Fouts yelling at Ke- Kellen Winslow, tippy toe like a motherfucker. Right? That's what he said. But Unfortunately, I- this is probably his last game of his career. Well, you never know, buddy. He might shoot out some more. Ki- I'm sure he'll have another kid in Buffalo this weekend. He's got like 12 of them. So, uh, you'll probably, uh, you know, bang, the, give the old wife, the, uh, Mr. Thick Dick. Um, <laughs> okay. Next up, we got Rams at Seahawks in, in a game that, uh, divisional matchup here. Uh, they don't like each other. Now this game opened up with Seattle minus five. It is currently minus three and a half. Uh, I know I could, could read your plays here, but I don't want to. All right. Um, I know you had it at four and a half. So this is why you should listen to this because the lines have changed. It's at three and a half currently over at, uh, at win sports books and also at circa. Um, so gun to your head, three and a half. I'm on the Seahawks here. That means the money's coming in on the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I I took the Rams. I still like it more at four and a half, but as long as I'm still over a field goal, I will take the Rams. You know, uh, they split the series this year before this year, the Rams had won five of the last six. And I know uh, who knows if uh, what's it, Jared Goff is going to play or not. Uh, John Walker. I I think it's John Wofford's show, right? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like Goff will not play. I don't know if there's an update on that, but I think he's yeah, signs are pointing towards golf missing this game. Um, I don't know how much that matters because golf isn't very good. <laughs> you yeah, know, I actually uh, think Wofford could be the future there. I mean, look, you're you're NC Nick, man. Wofford played, played his college ball right up the road, Winston Salem, North Carolina. Uh, I, I'm excited to see this kid. I like him. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I don't know how good the Rams are. I don't think they're very good. But the question remains: How good are the Seahawks? Well, they have, I know early in the year, I remember talking to real money Kramer about this because they were on fire. 
but their defense was really horrible statistically. Right. And I right. said, dude, if this happens, if this because I think Kramer has a Seahawks to win the Super Bowl ticket. And they, they were undefeated. They were like six and hour or something. And we're sitting there and I'm like, you know, I don't know that they can hold this because I mean, I understand the game has completely changed from what we grew up with, 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 with the, with football and the NFL, but to be that bad defensively, which they've gotten a little bit better over the past month, but still teams don't make it to the Super Bowl normally with that bad of a defense. Yeah, exactly. And you know, when I was doing my research for this column here, I noticed that the only win the Seahawks have over a playoff team this year is their win over the Rams in week 16. Mm. So I, you know, they, they're, yeah, it's a gaudy 12 and four record, but I, who have they beat? And the, you know, coming down the stretch here, the, their wins over bad teams have been close. They haven't looked too impressive to me. Now I say all this, I think the Seahawks find a way to win behind Russell Wilson. Um, and, and one of the big things too, is that the weather's not gonna be that bad up there. I think it's gonna be close to 50 and there's no fans. If, if, if there, if it was, if the weather, if the weather was going to be worse and if fans were in there and you had uh, a new, a new quarterback starting inexperienced going up there, then I might pick Seattle. Uh, but all things considered, I think the Rams can keep it close enough to at least cover. So give me the points. Okay. All right, man. I know you got to get out of here, but we're going to, we got to just, we got to continue. Right, no that. rush, okay. man. I got all day. We got let's, let's burn through these games here. Uh, Well, you got, this one is just a heater and, and we got, super coverage on this comment on the sports gambling podcast. So make sure you check them out. And uh, the Buccaneers at the Washington Redskins in DC Buccaneers laying eight. Uh, I believe this line just to double check here. This opened up at Tampa minus six and a half. It's actually at eight and a half. Currently that eight and a half, the money is coming all in on Tampa. I think the play here is to take the Redskins because the, the D line with chase young. Now I will say, I guess you got to wonder about the quarterback spot. Alex Smith. I love it. You know, I'm an Alex Smith fan, but he looked, did not look very healthy in uh, that horrible football game that was on TV last week against the Eagles. <laughs> um, but they got Taylor, you know, grab me a Heineken and maybe this guy can come in and, and you, I know you never liked Heineken. It was a skunky beer to you, but perhaps Heineken's got some love here and can come in and lead the, lead the skins to a, uh, to a, uh, to a cover at least. Well, Heineken may be the most overrated beer ever. Uh, now, Hey, you got a couple ice cold Heineken's. I come over, I'm going to drink them, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, you know, I'm not going to go to the store and buy a 12 of Heineken and I'm not going to buy Tyler Heineke either. Uh, no, but I agree though. Actually, um, I don't love this play. I'm a red, I'm a, a Washington football team fan. You can born say and it. raised. You can say it. Redskins, goddamn it! <laughs> you can say the uh, R word. I'm gonna take him with the points and his hope that D line can get enough pressure on Brady to you know to make things hard on him. Um, hey, it's a it's a it's a night game. It's gonna be a little chilly up there. That doesn't bode well for Brady and his noodle arm. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna actually bet it. And my pick might be, you know, a little jaded because I am a, a Redskins fan, but uh, I'm going to go skins. I'm with you, buddy. Uh, and I love the fact that it's going to, yeah. I mean, I love the fact that these games are in Buffalo, Seattle, Washington, all outdoors, all should be yeah. cold. 
Uh, this is a, a rematch of a game that I, this actually might be the game I want to see most. I don't know, actually, Brown Steelers maybe. Um, but the Ravens Titans talked a lot. There was a lot of shit talk in this game last year, which I, I, I it's it's almost like the Kansas Kansas State thing when we saw the fight last year uh, in basketball, where I was like, oh, I gotta watch the second time they play, even though it's gonna be a blowout, just because the uh, intensity. Um, I miss that in football. And uh, I think we're going to get a, a, a kind of a throwback game here. Ravens. I don't know how they're a three and a half point favor when the game's in Tennessee and Tennessee owned them last year. I guess they're really playing on that revenge angle. Uh, the game opened up at a, at, at minus four. It's at minus three and a half. Now I'm going to, I'm going to ride the Titans here. Cause I, I think they're going to make Lamar Jackson throw. And I don't know that I'm hundred percent sold on him being able to perform at that level against a decent Titans defense. Well, have we disagreed on a game yet? No. Okay. That's right. You, you had Seattle. I had the Rams. Okay. never mind. Uh, yeah. I'm all over the Titans here. I might money line this. Um, the Titans have won two in a row, uh, two games in a row in Baltimore. They beat the the Ravens earlier this year and they beat, and they won the playoff game in Baltimore last year. So now the game is in Nashville and I'm getting more than a field goal. You know, uh, I will certainly take that. Um, I think people are on this they're back on this Ravens bandwagon because they've looked better the last four or five games of the year. Uh, but so th- in, in those five games, uh, they have beaten the Browns in that game where Lamar Jackson, you know, went to take a shit, you know, and come back. <laughs> and then they beat uh, the Cowboys, the Jaguars, the giants and the Bengals. Big fucking deal. I love you know, how you, I, I love how that game's remembered as the shit game, but it, it's not a <laughs> shitty performance. It's just because he took a shit in the middle of the game, <laughs> <laughs> and he missed two series. Yeah, and that, the end that that it looked like it was going to cost him the game, and everybody's like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> and then he comes back, and they win it. Yeah, so Look, yeah. For you to have to game. shit that bad, I feel like you had to have crab legs or something the night before. <laughs> something wasn't uh, agreeing <laughs> with him, but uh, yeah, I don't know why. Um, Baltimore savored here. So I think the value is with Tennessee. I'm all over the Titans. I agree. Uh, bears saints. Um, bears, you know, you know me, buddy, I, I'm a, I, there's something about the bears that just symbolize football to me. I don't like how this game's in a dome, but at least there's no fans there. So I'm going to take the bears catching nine and a half. Now this game opened up at nine and I actually, no, it's moved to 10. It's at 10 currently all across the board in Vegas. Uh, I'm taking the, I'm taking the bears. Give me the 10 points. We disagree. I'm on the saints. Uh, Mitch Trubisky in a road playoff game. Hey, it's, there's no fans. If anything, that favors him a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, last year, the saints had super bowl aspirations and they lost the wild card game against the Vikings. So I think uh, they're going to be extra focused and extra hungry this year. And I mean, you know, this, the bears here, uh, they're the same team that uh, I think lost six games in a row in the middle of the year, but now, the- granted that was kind of with foals, but I mean, Trubisky sucks, <laughs> Buddy, but it doesn't, so, it, it, it's, it's just a rich line. There's just energy that it's one of these things of like, it's the bears, buddy. What the, the, the energy of Walter Payton and Mike Singletary and Mike Ditka and just, just none of, none of those guys will be on the field come George Sunday uh, who will be on the field is Alvin Kamara and a really good saints defense. So I'm going to ride them. I think people might be getting a little too cute with this pick and taking the points. I'm going to lay it saints win like 31, 10 or something. 
bears, baby. Live dog, live fucking dog. Uh, that's, that's my heart. So don't take too much going into that. Uh, I say take the 10 though. Take the 10 points. We'll cover that thing. Uh, the Browns. This one is a great match. Uh, the Browns are back in the playoffs, Nick. I watched. They are me and Patty C watched the 88 uh, Oilers Browns playoff game last night um, on YouTube TV. And look, I mean, this, some things just, some things are football. Just like I mentioned the bears. Well, the Browns are too. Same with the Steelers. This is a in division matchup. Love the history there. Steelers are a team that kind of backdoored their way into the playoffs. Steelers minus six. I'm on the Browns plus six, buddy. Well, the Browns kind of backdoored in the playoffs too. They just barely, in order to get to the playoffs, they barely beat a Steelers team that was bet that was resting most of their starters, including Big Ben. Um, and I, you know, I can't get behind a city that on a Monday night we can't go find an open bar past 10 a.m. That was pre-COVID, too. Uh, pre-COVID. That was yes, last <laughs> February, almost a year ago. Uh, the Danton base pick Dundee and I were up in Ohio in Cleveland, trying to, trying to get some drinks. Yeah. Luckily it was, they're all closing at 10 o'clock. I was like, what the, heck? come on, man. Isn't this a drinking town here? I, that was mind boggling to me. And now, since then, I actually talked to a guy who's from there. who's who's living down in Carolina now. And he was saying that nobody really lives downtown. Oh, they all live in like I guess like the suburb barriers and stuff. And that's kind of why they, they close early, especially on weekdays, the mistake on the lake, huh? The mistake on the lake, but I'm taking Pittsburgh. God damn it. Well, look, the Browns hey, look first off, uh, Stefanski is not going to be there. Yeah. He has COVID. So you're, you're riding behind your boy Baker Mayfield with no head coach against the Steelers. That's that sounds like, so. that sounds like a great situation. That means he could fire away. Uh, <laughs> look, Here's the deal, buddy. If you remember that night in Cleveland when we were there in February, just, you know, I came through with some airport bottles of Jameson. I don't know if you remember that. Got back to the hotel. I said, Hey, I got some airport bottles of Jameson. So I did save the day because I was in the city of Cleveland and Baker Mayfield's going to save the day. And give me the look, it's the Browns. This team deserves it. All right. The Steelers have been playing like shit the last six games. They've been lucky to grab that win. Give me the Browns to, to at least cover this thing, but I still think there's value on the money line. Well, all right. So, what's your favorite play? Favorite play is actually the Bills minus six. <laughs> For me, it's it's either that one or the, or the Tennessee one. Those are the two games I feel best about. But I agree, actually. Yeah. Bills minus six is well, definitely. I just, yeah, that's my that's my favorite play. Lock I, it up. I picture like Philip Rivers trying to throw in that like you know how windy that 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 stadium is. Yeah, I mean, they're really gonna have to r- rely on that running game and a, a solid defense. But the Bills can score points, and the Colts are gonna have to try to keep up, and that's where you're gonna run into problems. I think there might be a pick six here. What do you think? Yeah, I think there's a high chance of that. Uh, so yeah, we both lock up the Bills minus six as our power play. All right, guys, this is the College Experience. Make sure you subscribe. We're available on all platforms. You can listen to the podcast at. And like I mentioned prior, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game all season long. We're also giving you the wild card here. Bonus this bonus material right there. All right. Um, but yeah, make sure we've been over 500 picking every game of each season, all of us and as a collective, obviously, but individually, all three of us have been over 500 picking every game each season. We've been way over 500 on our locks. I mean, that's 
we're just killing it here. It's free money. Look, one year, if we did it, I could understand you being like, these fools are just, they got lucky. Sure. Now, nah. four years in, you say, I say, fuck you. We know what we're talking about. You got no, you got no excuses. And see, Nick, I, I went, what? I think currently I'm three and oh on my college basketball plays. And I have one, one remaining UCLA Woo! against Arizona state. Are we, how's that looking? Uh, do, 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 do. it's looking like it tips off in uh momentarily. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I wasn't sure what, I don't know what the fuck time it is. All right. Um, so that regardless tonight, I'm going to have a winning night. That was money. You could have had on our locks. We publish all of these, uh, on a spreadsheet at sports gambling podcast.com. We also tweet them out daily. They're all for free though. For free. You got no, you got no excuses. We don't. Did charge- you catch, did you catch my Saturday last Saturday? What was that? Nine and two locks. Yeah, I was six Woo. and two. I think right. I was nine and two. You were uh, a guy right here in front of me, man. Let's see here. I, you you had a very nice day as well. So we were fifteen and four as a collective. You, me and you. You were you were six and two. I was nine and two. That's what I'm so saying. Fifteen and four total. Man, that's that's killing it. That, that's why I mean, it, look, I understand if you thought like we were fools. We we're fools in many avenues of life, but not this yes. one. All right. <laughs> So, so get over there, uh, subscribe to the college experience and the sports gambling podcast, but, uh, make sure you check out sports Cause we publish these picks daily on a spreadsheet. We also tweet them out daily and I will give you the Twitter handles in a minute here, but look, I want you guys to know we don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. The only thing I'll try to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. Um, oftentimes sponsors have told us that's been a pretty big deal with them is that they, they, uh, they want to see fans engaged talking about the product they're about to invest in. So perhaps you leave us a nice uh, comment there on iTunes. Some, uh, some company out there sees it, you know, some companies. What if it's like some board game? I, I'm, I've been wanting a board game to, uh, to as a sponsor for a long time, dude, dude, I played clue recently. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked here. Classic. No, it's not classic. I, I played the new version. Mm, I'm not familiar with that. Well, it's the same thing, but they made all the characters kind of like pussies, in my opinion. Like Colonel Mustard and 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 I, I, what are some of the other characters? Mrs. Peacock, I think, used to have like a cigarette. They got rid of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They got rid of that, and someone had a cigar. I think it was Colonel Mustard or uh, no, or it was, Profe- uh, Professor Plum. Yeah, they got rid of dude. Uh, the one that I have, there, all the characters look like douchebags to me. All of them. It, it, they've really lost the touch in this thing, man. I know I sound like Clint Eastwood. I'll get off my lawn here, but I mean, every character was the same. I'm like this. They took the personality out of the game. So anyway, maybe, maybe clue comes forward and gives us some money. Probably not after what I just said. How about uh, another board game? Like uh Kerplunk. Remember Kerplunk? It's like, I Django. Do. it's with like Django marbles, with right? marbles. Yeah. It's like sticks. You pull out sticks. Maybe they come forward. It's, it's like Jenga. It's, it's almost like Jenga. It's uh, it's Jenga esque. Yeah. And it's like you have little sticks, you pull them out. And if the marble drops, you start to lose. Um, and uh, you should, we should do drinking. Uh, what's the game called again? <laughs> <laughs> drinking kerplunk, drinking kerplunk where for every marble that falls, you either like take a sip or something. Doesn't kerplunk sound like something like you fuck like a fat chick at a bar, like some slang of like, Oh, he took, he took up some, some girl, Steve took up some girl and, and kerplunked her. 
<laughs> I was going to say that or like dropping a deuce. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, uh, look, maybe Kerplunk gives us some money. And next thing you know, we're giving you more podcasts because of your five-star review. And then you're listening to more podcasts. You're winning more money because you're listening to more. We're breaking down more games, right? So you're winning more money. And all of a sudden you got to shine and a glow about yourself. You know what I mean? You finally, you finally quit that job bagging groceries. You say, you know what? Fuck you boss. You know, making me work these extra, these holiday hours. I don't need you. I don't need you in my life because I got extra income from the college experience and the sports gambling podcast. So you quit that job and your parents are freaking out. You know, they're like, Hey, I thought you were a loser at 28 years old bagging groceries. But the fact, the fact that you quit your job, now, now you're jobless 28 years old. Now you're definitely a fucking piece of shit, but no, no, not the case mom and dad, because you show up with a nice new Cadillac, maybe a nice little Rolex, right? You start buying them uh, to, some uh, to go food, you know, it's COVID. So you can't take them to a nice restaurant, but you buy them some nice to go food coming over there. Get bringing one of uh, Tommy's diners, patty melts over to him, and uh, and boom! Next thing you know, they're like, "Son, how you, are you dealing drugs?" No, no, Dad. Well, show me. Uh, well, how are you making this money? I'm listening to the College Experience. The next thing you know, he's retired. He starts listening to the College Experience. Next thing you know, he's planning trips to Boca Raton, <laughs> Del Boca Vista. You know, all these great places, uh, Hawaii taking the wife, the wife's wondering, Hey, I didn't know that your social security covered this, right? Well, honey, I got extra income coming in and the college experience. So look, your dad thinks you're a saint. You're no longer a fucking loser. You're killing it in life. Some girl down the street who always had, you know, the eye for you, but kind of always thought you were a loser starts getting, you know, some, some feelings again from back in, in 10th grade. And next thing you know, you're having kids with her, right? You're shooting it off. You're just having a blast you ride off into the sunset, have the, one of the greatest lives ever. Just, you know, dad's taking you to Tahiti. You know what I mean? You're doing all this crazy shit. You're like Andrew Luck of the world. You know what I mean? How he's traveling Europe. That's you going through the whole fucking world. You know what I mean? All because you listened to the college experience, left us a five-star review. So please get over there. Use some penmanship for Christ's sake. All right. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I was somewhere in the middle of this Give uh oh I, I know what I was gonna tell you. If you do give us a five star review, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I'll enter you in a David Stern like raffle where you're guaranteed to win a college experience T-shirt, a brand new shirt. And trust me, Yolanda from down the street that liked you in tenth grade, she's gonna like you a little more when she sees you wearing a brand new spanking T-shirt. All right. So, uh, at the college experience, oh, I'm sorry, at the Colby D. For a college experience t-shirt. I can't fucking talk. These Jamesons are starting to add up. Um, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore N-I-C-K. Give Patty C a follow at Patty C831. Give the Sports Gambling Podcast a follow at the SGP Network. Check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast as well. All right. This is the college experience DFS National Championship Inventational Style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. We're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.